This is Tex, and this is Tex Talks. Um, as you can see, I'm showing off my new cup. It's designed by a person named Laurel Birch. Um, her artwork, uh, she's passed away. I found out when I was looking her up because I was like, that's some really cool artwork. So her stuff is on cups and purses and all kinds of other odds and ends or whatever. But I just wanted to let you know because I was rather proud of my cup. I got it while I was out traveling the other day. So pretty cool stuff. Oh, anyway, then the coffee's good too. Today's topic is going to be about something as simple as reading and why I think it's important. So the first thing I'm going to do is introduce y'all to a book. And for those of y'all that are just listening, the book is called The 12 Monotask. Do one thing at a time. Oh, that's going to be scary for some of y'all. And it's by Thatcher Wine. Okay, so you can look that book up and read it. One of the things that he talks about, which I find interesting, which is one of the things that I sort of, my, my mantra is read. I'm trying to get people to read all the time. And when I say read, I'm talking about pick up a book, you know, that thing that's made out of paper. I'm not knocking any of the electronic, electronic media type reads. Uh, the thing is, though, is, is having a book is a different thing than just looking at a screen. Uh as you know, one of the problems that just the world in general is having, and if you haven't talked to your kids in a while that they're having, is focus issues. And I get people all the time tell me that, you know, I'm having problems focusing. Can't focus. Uh, they take medication to help them focus. So obviously they want to focus because they're taking meds to help them do it. Um, they come to me for advice on how to focus better. And I give you a lot of general advice that will help you with your focus to include sleep, um, what you eat, uh, your regular routines. One of the things, though, that will help you focus very well is reading. A lot of times people will say, well, I can't meditate. Okay. I can't do the mindfulness thing. All right. There's a lot of can'ts in here, um, which, you know, gets under my skin when I hear people cane all the time. Let's just say it's very tough. And one of the reasons it's tough is you probably over time have trained yourself not to focus on something. Yes, you trained yourself and you had lots of assistance. Uh, growing up, you watched the cartoons and they started shortening the time between commercials in order to get more advertisement in. And they also realized that because as your attention span was getting shorter, they wanted to keep you. So they had to you know, make it exciting and have booms and piles and colors and all kinds of things going on in the TV to stimulate you and then leave you with a cliffhanger right before the commercial break so that you would be fixated and stuck on watching what's going on and paying attention to that screen. And now it's the same way with social media. It's the same way with just stuff in general. Everything is designed for shorter attention spans. So it's up to you to decide to lengthen your attention span. And one of the ways to do it is reading. And you can start small. You don't have to pick up, you know, War and Peace and try to knock that thing out. You can pick up a small magazine article. You can read, you know, if you have to start there, I even say graphic novels. I'll take that one. Uh, the eventual goal, though, is to get you onto the written page where there's just words. What does this do? It allows you to focus on the here and now. It allows you to be with that thing that's in front of you, that book, focusing on it, paying attention to it, reading from it. Uh, 
Now, it may excite you a little bit in your mind. It may get you going and thinking about other places, other things. But the thing is, you're you're in the here and now when you're reading your book. And that's why it's called a monotask. It's one task. And, and there's lots of good advice in the book. That's why I advise you to pick it up because there's more than just the reading. There's a lot of other things in here. I'll leave that to you or we'll talk about it at a later time. Right now, I'm focused on reading and what reading does for you. Reading is actually exercising your brain to focus for a period of time on one thing. And as you read and you focus, your ability to read longer and get more into something gets better over time. It, the same advice that I give people about routine, routine, routine is have a time every day that you read. When you get up in the morning, you know, a few minutes early in the morning, sitting down, 10, 15 minutes reading. Um, if your life is on track and you're doing your morning routine, you get up, you you have your little cup of coffee or whatever. It gets the old uh, insides to doing this and you have to go to the bathroom. Now, depending on how long you sit there, five minutes to 15, that's your thing. But why not have a book? It's okay every now and then I say to take in your phone. If that's what you want to do and play on your phone, I totally get it. Catch up on your emails. Do what you're going to do. In our busy world, though, how much time do we carve out of it for me? See, that's the catch. I have people tell me that they're all the time doing multiple tasks at once. And they're doing it with the hopes that they will get more accomplished so that they have time to do something that they want. So so here we go again. This is like the old story of the guy that was watching them build the railroad. He sat on his little little hillside in his little hammock, you know, chilling out, having a cold drink, watching all the people down in the valley build a railroad. And finally, one day, the railroad boss went up there and he's like asking the guy, what are you doing up here? And he goes, I'm just chilling, relaxing, watching y'all work and enjoying the day. And. Of course, the railroad boss is like, yeah, but, you know, you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything productive. Why don't you come down here and work? And the guy's like, why would I want to work for y'all? And he goes, oh, well, if you come down here and you work for us, you know, then you can, you know, get a job and you start making money. And he goes, okay, great. And what am I going to do with this money that I make? Well, you save it up and you work really hard so that one day, you know, you get promoted, you get a bigger job, you know, hire up the chain job, you make more money. And okay, and what's the point of that? And he goes, well, you know, if you save enough money and you work enough years, one day you can retire. And he goes, what's what's retirement? And he goes, oh, retirement's awesome. It's when you kind of get to relax and lay around in a hammock in the shade, drink something cool and watch other people work. Okay. So the, to me, the point of the story is, is if you're busy running around trying to make time, which you can't do, time is time, in order to do something you want to do, why not schedule some things you want to do along the way? When I say schedule, I don't mean a diversion, like a lot of people will jump on phones, social media, TV screens, I get that, to divert themselves. And a lot of times it's to divert themselves from something that they need to do, they, they doom scroll. I love that one. You know, they start doing it and they go down the hole and they don't quit. They just keep rolling down the hole, rolling down the hole. 
and and it's it's almost like someone's screaming in your brain when you hear them doing this going what are you doing why are you doing this and so you keep scrolling and scrolling and doom scrolling and the whole point of your doom scrolling is just to get away from things just to get out of whatever it is you're doing so instead of focusing on the task at hand and actually taking care of the task at hand, knocking it out, doing what you're supposed to do, you're busy avoiding the task and you're creating more problems for yourself. Why not instead find something like reading that you can focus on, get your life in order and start to extend your... <laughs> it's not going to quit. Sorry. Have to go knock out this squeaky sound. Hold on. You know, I'm sure there's a lesson in life there. Sometimes you can't avoid things. You just have to take care of business and get it done. So, so here we go. We're back to the idea, though, of monotasking, of doing one thing at a time. And this is one thing, reading, that you can do. Reading helps lengthen your attention span. It helps you focus on something so that you can concentrate without the need for outside assistance, help, or whatever in doing it. And over time, it's like working out or building muscles or learning a skill. You get better and better at it the more you do it. So if you set aside a little time each day to read, you will get to the point where you look forward to having that time where you sit down and read something. You will enjoy it and you'll want it to happen. Okay. So I encourage you pick up a book. This is a good start. Like I said, it's called The 12 Monotask. Okay. By Thatcher Wine. It's not a huge book. You can knock it out. Start small, work your way up. Uh, for those of you that, that want to do it and you want to read something small, I encourage you to pick up something written. Okay, I understand a lot of people go, oh, yeah, I can I can go to the Internet and I'm going to do that on the Internet or whatever. The Internet, when you go on it and you try to read from it, most often has a ton of distractions, a ton of little pop ups, things coming into the side of your view, them trying to get you to buy something, something at the bottom of your screen, flashy things going on. And that's not the same kind of focus as picking up something on the written page. Okay. So there are libraries most everywhere you go that will give you a book. You can go get you a book, read the book, take it back, get as many books as you want. Most libraries also have actual paper newspapers and magazines. So if you want to start with a magazine or a magazine article, that's okay. Whatever it takes to get you reading. For the kids, if it takes getting you into the, the graphic novels to get you back into the, the, the world of reading, then please, please do it. I encourage you also to read out loud, read to your kids. If you don't make that part of your nightly practices when your kids are getting ready for bed, sitting and reading, then, then you're, I'm sorry, you're part of the problem instead of part of the solution. Why aren't you reading to your kids? And again, I'll hear, oh, I don't have time. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I just give them something to do. I let them watch their TV screens and do this other stuff so that I can have my downtime. And that's what I hear a lot of times is parents will say, I need my downtime. So when I send them upstairs to play on their video games, that's my downtime. And I'm like, BS people. Why did you have kids to begin with if you don't want to spend time with them? If you want your kid to enjoy reading, you have to show them that reading is something fun. They're watching you. 
if you're sitting down in the living room or in the basement and you're doom scrolling, you can't complain that your kid is up in their room with the door closed, the lights out and playing, you know, 40,000 night or, you know, whatever, mind scare, whatever these games they play. Please, people, look at what you're doing and ask yourself, is this what I want my kid to do with the rest of their life? Is this what I want to do with the rest of my life? Or am I just doing it to escape? And instead of doing something to improve my world, improve my life, help me to be the kind of person I want to be. All right. Y'all have a great day and I will talk to you later and read. <laughs>